0: welcome to finding myself through obesity podcast come with me on my journey to discovering how to lose 150 pounds a whole new way we can learn how to truly connect with our souls we can uncover layers of beliefs that aren't serving us anymore so that we can let go of the weight for good Welcome to Finding Myself Through Obesity. My name is Alicia Black. I just wanted to talk to you about the feelings that I've been having. I'm still feeling a lot of the same feelings of shame, fear, and embarrassment as I did in last week's episode. But I feel like I got worse, and I continued to post on social media even though I was feeling really insecure. And still I didn't have much engagement, but I kept pushing forward thinking that things would just get better. And now I feel like there are some new emotions that have started to come up for me and I wanted to share those. So I just noticed that a few weeks ago I was enjoying creating all of my content. It takes a lot of time to make the content, a lot of editing, but I was enjoying it and I remember thinking this is taking me all day long but this is so fun because I really like to be creative and all that stuff. And then once I started to have those thoughts creep into my mind and be worried about what other people were thinking of me, I started to dread it. And I started to feel overwhelmed, I started to feel disconnected, and I also have been really emotional and feeling really lonely. It's, it's kind of weird because I have three kids at home, so have you ever been surrounded by family but still feel alone? It's a really interesting feeling, um, and that's what I was feeling, and I've shed many tears this week. And I've had some new negative thoughts come up for me that I wanted to talk about today. So the first situation I wanted to share is my feeling about Christmas. Since it's right around the corner, it's going to be here on Saturday. Anyone who knows me knows that I've always loved Christmas. I was the girl that decorated right after Halloween because I couldn't wait any longer. I just loved it so much. And I have totally lost that excitement. My love for Christmas has not been the same for the past maybe six years at least. Christmas started to become something I dread and fear. I put so much pressure on myself to make sure that my kids have enough for Christmas. And then I would also feel guilt for spending the money. Then I would put pressure on myself to make sure that they were surprised because that's what Christmas morning is all about, right? And as the kids got older, it got harder and harder. So if that didn't help you understand my disconnection with Christmas, then maybe the fact that I hadn't even put up my Christmas tree yet will help you. It was less than a week away, and I didn't even have the desire to put it up at all. Maybe this is normal. I have no idea, but it's not normal for me. I would really love to know if anyone else feels like this. So I was thinking, maybe the fact that Christmas is coming up, has me feeling all the stress and guilt, and that has set me off because I know I need to decorate for Christmas, but I really don't want to. So my husband was worried about me all day. He's gone all week trucking, and he came home on the weekend, and and he helped me put the Christmas tree up because he knew that that was bothering me. After he helped me put the Christmas tree, I just went to my room and just sobbed and just cried. And I just, I had these thoughts, like, what is wrong with me? Like, I can't even be a good mom and wife and put up a Christmas tree for my family. And I had the thoughts, like, Jason would be better off with a different wife who actually does something to help him because he's gone all week long working and supporting our family, and here I can't even put up the Christmas tree. Oh, wow, it was really bad, and it felt so real. And I knew the thoughts I was having weren't helping me, And I consciously was like, I know this isn't helping me, why am I thinking this? But I just wasn't ready to change them for some reason. I think maybe I wanted to stay sad, I'm still not exactly sure. So, yeah, there's that. Another thing that I asked myself this morning was, what am I doing differently? Like, why was I feeling so good and then all of a sudden I'm back to beating myself up again? So there are a few things that came to my mind in the past. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is pick up my phone, check my email and all my social media and my texts and everything. And this is something that I've done for a long time. And I really get addicted to social media if I'm not careful. I can get sucked in and, you know, living my life through other people. But when I started meditating first thing in the morning, I didn't want to check my phone or anything because I read that it's best to meditate as close to waking up as possible. And the less, you know, information you have in your brain is better for your meditation. So that's what I would do. I have done the meditation this week, but not first thing in the morning. So that's something that came up for me. The second thing I started to stay up later on my phone or watching TV instead of getting my sleep. So I wasn't getting enough sleep because I didn't want to go to sleep and start my day over. Also, I think it's just a habit. Like you start scrolling on your phone and you get distracted and then hours go by. And so that is another thing. It's another way to distract me from being present with myself. And these are all habits that I've been used to having in the past. And to go to bed early and to wake up early was something I practice when I was feeling good and doing good. And I know that it's good for me. So this morning I decided I needed to do a meditation where I visit God and see if he has some instructions for me. And if this sounds weird, I found out through my own meditation that I could visit God in my meditations. And I know that I've talked about this before. It is incredible the power that we have in our own mind, and our own imagination and the answers that we can get for ourselves. We can be face to face with God. We can be face to face with a person that's passed away. We can also have a conversation with ourselves, our younger selves and everything. So it's kind of cool, but going back to visiting God in my meditation, it is the most incredible feeling because God can embrace me. He can talk to me. I can see him. I can feel him. And He can also send angels to be with me and my family, and He can bless us. And usually the angels are grandparents and and family members that have passed away, and it's really a neat experience. So if you haven't tried it, it's like prayer, but instead of just having a conversation with God, you're actually closing your eyes and imagining that you are with Him. And so there's just another level of emotion that goes with it, and it's really powerful. So in my meditation, I went to God and the first thing I did was hug him and he embraced me. And I just told him that I feel really lost. And I asked him what I should do. And then he said some things. He said, if what you're doing is not enjoyable, it's not right. And I was like, what? I questioned this answer because I always, I was always taught that life is hard. And he told me, you need to have fun doing what you're doing. And again, I was like, what? But I've always believed that life is a trial and that you have to push yourself to do things you don't want to do in order to achieve success. And then he said to me, you need to learn how to play and have fun. And if you really understand that everything happens to help you, you can have joy no matter what you're going through. When it comes to sharing your experiences, if you aren't having fun, don't do it. All that matters is what I think of you, and I will love you no matter what you do. I want you to be happy I want you to grow and become the best version of yourself because that's why you're here. That's the answer that he gave me. And then he says, go look at that little girl. And I looked over and I saw me as a little girl. I was sitting there looking sad, looking like I needed someone to play with. And God said to me, go play with her. And so I did. Little Alicia and I were on the beach together and she seemed sad and lonely, which is interesting because that's exactly the feelings that I've been experiencing lately. I've been feeling sad and lonely. And so I go up to her and I tell her, I said, you know what? You need some fun in your life. So let's go play and have some fun. And so we ran up and down the beach and we splashed each other and we played and laughed together. And before I left her, I said this to her. I said, don't forget that you're never, ever alone. You always have me and you always have God and that's all we need. And so after I had this experience in my meditation, I had to grab my phone and write all of this down so it was clear and so I wouldn't forget. And as I was thinking about it, I feel like God is telling me I need to enjoy my life more and stop worrying and I need to play more. And I realized that I don't even know how to play. I need to be doing some things that I feel happy and that I'm enjoying. And then I'm going back to Christmas thinking about how, what a playful, wonderful time it is. And I haven't even allowed myself to be enjoying Christmas. And so that's just some thoughts that I had. So the very end, little Alicia and I were playing, I heard God say to us, go have fun and stop worrying. I need to learn what's fun to me and I need to learn how to play Maybe this is something I need to learn and discover. And I felt prompted to message my mentor because I know she's told me before that she would get answers that would be like, what? That does not make any sense. And so I wanted to write down this experience and see what she had to say. I asked her, I said, how do I know that it's God answering me and not myself answering me? And this is what she said to me. Angel said, this is pure truth based on my experiences. I see this being 100% in line with the truths God has taught me. So ask, receive, trust, and act on it with courage. As a practice, try this on. I'm willing to act on these thoughts with a what-if approach. What if this is God? I'll never know what's possible if I don't experiment with the word. The fact that these words that came to you are all directly opposite from what you've been taught and there's a 180-degree shift from fallacy to truth that you're looking for, truth shows up for me as direct opposite of what I've been taught. The last thing she said was, look at what you're used to thinking and how it makes you and others who live that way feel. Contrast those feelings with the feelings that show up when you even just think about the message that showed up from God. So one of the messages is captivity, and then the other message is freedom. I'm going to take that advice and kind of... uh, Pull it apart a little bit. So I asked, I received an answer that I need to enjoy what I'm doing and I need to have fun and play more. And now I need to trust that answer and act on it with courage. So I feel like I need to learn how to enjoy things and learn how to play And because just like Angel said, what if this is God? What if learning how to play and doing things that make me happy is exactly what I need to do right now? Maybe I will never know what is possible if I don't experiment with the answer that I received today. And then my mentor always teaches us that truth is the exact opposite of what you fear. So I've been taught that life is hard and you can't just enjoy life and be successful. And the exact opposite is that life is easy And you can enjoy life and be successful. Hmm. (laughs) And so if God is freedom, Satan is captivity, which message would God want me to have? So the first thought is life has to be hard to be successful. So how does that make me feel? It sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) It sounds scary. It makes me feel like I probably won't ever make it. And so why should I even try? And then the second thought is life can be easy and you can be successful, how does that thought make me feel? And my first thought is it sounds like a dream, unrealistic, and if, but if it were true, anything would be possible, right? And how fun would it be to be successful if it was easy and it's still hard for me to wrap my brain around this, but I think there is something else I'm supposed to learn. I think that when we're doing things, like when we're enjoying things, we can work hard And it's still easy to us because we enjoy the work. And I think that's what that means. Not easy, like sitting around and watching TV or being on your phone all day, but like easy meaning that we're doing it and we want to do it. And it's not hard for us to get ourselves to do it. So there are a lot of things for me to think about this week. This journey of mine is all about breaking all of these patterns of habits that I've been conditioned to believe and do and to take all the feelings, emotions, and thoughts as evidence and clues to what else there is for me to learn out there. And if I continue to do what I have done, I will continue getting what I've got. These are just some thoughts that I had this week that I wanted to share with you. And I hope all of you have an amazing Christmas. I'm going to do my best to be more playful and enjoy myself and my family. And thanks for being here. We will talk to you guys next week.